Hello, and welcome to a special edition combo pack of Control Watt Delete and the Verge Cast. If you're a Control Watt Delete listener, my friend Walt Mossberg is here, executive editor of the Verge, editor at large of Recode. We're actually in the Recode offices in San Francisco. Hey, Walt. Hey, Nile. How's it going? Um, it's going great. I, I wish I had an intro, but because it's a special episode, oh, we'll yeah. save that for next we'll week. We'll save that for next Hello, week. Hello, yeah. welcome to Control Watt Delete, a podcast that is also the Verge Cast this week. <laughs> That intro is brought to you by Neil Patel. Good... <laughs> uh, but because it's also Vergecast, Dieter Bone is here. Hello, hello. Hello, Dieter. And yep. Lauren Good is here. Hey, everybody. Um, so the reason we're mashing these podcasts up this week um, is because all four of us went to the big Apple iPhone event. We're all in San Francisco together. I thought it might be fun to do the two shows together. If you're a Vergecast listener, uh, you're going to listen to the, our big discussion here. And then we've got a couple other segments happening to round out the full Verge experience. But... For now, we're just going to talk about Apple. Scissor we vodka? Uh, cut through the night. There you go. There's all the Vergecast <laughs> jokes i got to make. It's like I'm doing two intros at once. My brain is all over the place. On one show, I'd never swear. On the other show, it's just F-bombs for days. Yeah. I don't know what's going all on right. here. Anyway, uh, so we were all at the Apple event today. Yeah. Well, what did you think of the show? What you, what, I call it the show. It was, it's a show. It's, uh, it's a show uh, that was sort of created and perfected by Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. And Apple continues to uh, uh, put them on. They had a hard job today because mm-hmm. they were introducing their most important product in a part of their cycle where they really wholly redesign it and try to wow the world. After having made a, I think, sort of risky corporate decision to do a huge, fantastic redesign uh, and take two years to do it. <laughs> and so... This year, the year they would normally have done a big redesign, it's the same phone from the exterior. I mean, there's a new color and... Well, just real quick, the announcements were the iPhone 7, 7 7 Plus. Plus. Uh, They look largely the same as a 6S and Plus. Right. Um, The Plus has two cameras. There's There's a Force Touch... It's not technically called Force Touch, but there's no other name for it. Yeah. For, for such home button, there's yep. no headphone jack. There's a new Apple Watch, the Apple Watch Series 2. Wait, there's an improved camera. It's waterproof. Yeah. There's lots of things. Yeah, well, we should, we'll, we'll dive yeah, into it, we'll but these, this the, is the high level. Yeah. There's two new yeah. iPhones, two new iPhone 7s, and there's a new Apple Watch. Right. And, what but what about. I was going to say is I think the, the way to think about it is they kept the same exterior design, which is risky. Mm-hmm. Because people love to, you know, hold and look at a brand new awesome thing. Uh, Samsung has done a couple of them this year yeah. that look great. Uh, Apple has done this many times in the past, but not this time. Uh, but to their credit, they they completely heavily heavily re-engineered the whole thing, including very interestingly the processor structure. They added two full hours of battery life. They made it waterproof. Now they're behind Samsung on that, but they finally did it. And they increased the mem- the base memory and the yeah. different levels of memory considerably without increasing the price, which is already pretty high. And so they're saying, they were upfront about it. They said, you know, we're not redesigning it all the way this year uh, from the outside, but it's it's been re-architected uh, inside. Uh, the most controversial thing they did, which I'm sure we'll talk about quite a bit here, is they remo- they removed the old three and a half millimeter analog headphone jack. Courage, uh, w- which took courage. <laughs> Cry. Can I can I just make a suggestion? Courage. Yeah. I'm going to count to three, and I want us all to say courage. Okay. okay? One, two, three. Courage. courage. We're going to do that in did every. Did you say something in Latin? I said karate. <laughs> I'm making a Dan Rather joke. <laughs> yeah. 
Dan Rather says courage to end all this. Well, he tried to he tried to make it a thing, and he utterly failed because everybody mocked him, and he just kept on trying to do it over and over again. I'm going to say that's exactly what happened to Phil Schiller today <laughs> when he said the reason they were taking out the headphone jack was courage. Well, they gave many reasons for taking out the headphone jack, which we, which we yeah. will talk about. But so that's that's essentially what they with the phone with the watch. They they truly reinvented the watch from a software point of view. Completely, it's a total reboot. Which is, and and they uh, also made the physical watch. They brought out the second generation, the physical watch, which they made more independent from the iPhone. And we'll Ish. go into detail on this. No, more independent from the yeah. iPhone and uh, waterproof in the sense that you can swim with it. Yeah, and Lauren is very excited about the swimming. I have so many thoughts about the watch. And wait, oh, about swimming or about the watch? Start. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's do these. One by one, because uh, it's a lot. It's actually yeah. a lot. We haven't yeah. even mentioned AirPods. Oh, and yeah, they put out their first set of wireless, right? T- truly non-beats. wireless, yeah. non-beats. Their second wireless Wire headphone free. in their history. Oh, yeah. yeah, the Bluetooth yeah. headset. The I which, had one of those, it which was... charged by plugging into a special thirty-pin adapter. Mm-hmm. That was, that was yeah. really something. And um, it's a Mario. We didn't mention that either. And which and what? which? Yeah. Oh, Mario. Mario. Was there. Yeah. yeah, Mario was Mario. There. Yeah. That was great. I like that. Was really fun. Yeah, that was super cool. Right. They started with that. They started off on a good. Note. I expected. They them, said by yeah. the end of this, the pitchforks are going to be out because we're going to take away the three point five millimeter jack. So let's start with something everybody loves: Super Mario Brothers. No, yeah. you're wrong. They started with Carpool Karaoke with James Corden. Mm. Yes, oh, even better. Which that was great. Uh, James Corden, who doesn't love James Corden? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Tim Cook sang "Sweet Home Alabama" among other things in the in the thing. Are you open so wrong with One Direction? It's, it's my job oh, at these it. events to uh, take photos. And uh, I got to tell you, I have so many photos of Tim Cook singing from that video <laughs> that I will never, ever publish. <laughs> yeah. When no. you are belting out a song in a carpool karaoke, like in the video, it looks like cool. But when it's just a still image of the face you're making <laughs> when you're singing Sweet Home Alabama, I promise it's you it doesn't good. look Unless good. Unless it's... Adele or Stevie yeah. Wonder or somebody that right. you're used to seeing still pictures of them yeah. singing because yeah. they're singing. I mean, don't get me wrong. Tim Cook looks better than I would in, in that situation. Yeah. But but there's also a commercial tie-in because they apparently they have some deal to run these carpool karaoke things on yeah. Apple on Apple Music, yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, uh, well they bought the show, right? Yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah. They bought the rights. And in fact, I didn't think it was clear whether James Corden was he's not going to be the host no, of the next carpool karaoke run by Apple. Is right, I think he, no, he's not the host of the he's Apple not. version. So they, it was kind of nice. Yeah, but he must get money from it. Yeah, uh, I'm knows? sure he's like the EP or something. Anyway. Yeah. Anyhow, so let's let's go through it. Uh, you know what? Let's start with the watch. Uh, we, there's so much phone to talk about. I don't want to shortchange the watch. Lauren, you have lots of thoughts. I think we should watch. do it the opposite. I think there's so much to talk about with the phone and the headphones that we should shortchange the watch. But, <laughs> Just uh, like uh, Apple. Like, yeah. Start with the watch, Lauren. So I did yeah. have this moment where initially they came out and they started. <laughs> this was I mean, hilarious. They, they started talking about Pokemon You had to be Pokemon sitting next to her to see her yeah. face yeah. and listen watch. to her voice. By, was, by the way, Pokemon Go on the watch is why I'm going to continue wearing an Apple watch. Oh my yeah. God, it's so funny you say that. I think the exact opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I just I think it's just we've hit that peak with Pokemon Go and I have this theory that Apple probably started working on the Pokemon Go thing like when it was at its peak and now it's kind of like oh what's next. Um, but in either case. Okay, so they come out and they start talking about how you can play Pokemon Go on Apple Watch now. And then there's sort of this like this ending to it like okay and there's that and i go oh my god there isn't any new watch hardware <laughs> and i said if there is no new watch hardware i'm leaving i'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna be like nilai peace out and <laughs> i'm, I'm starting to think do i have to call 911 yeah. right <laughs> then is lauren gonna like like 
swoon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fall on the floor right yes. there. Then I think the lights may have actually dimmed. I don't remember exactly. No, I think that was just in your head. You were just, <laughs> you were so angry yeah. you started to black out. Yeah. Yeah. And the rest yeah. of us, it was fine. Right. It was weird. Right. The whole room turned to bright red. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the flames on the side of my face. <laughs> For those of you that get the clue reference, that's how mad I was. And then uh, Jeff Williams said, and something, something else, and here's the next Apple Watch. And I said, oh my God, thank, yeah. thank God there's hardware. And then they showed a demo video and one of the and very, very brief flashes within the demo video was a swim cap. Yeah, woman yeah. with a swim woman cap. Woman in a swim cap. And I said, oh, my God, it's waterproof. And I, and I, so I just experienced right. the range, range <laughs> of emotions within that period. So it is swim-proof, quote-unquote, which, by the way, Fitbit just came out with uh, their first, quote-unquote, swim-proof tracker, um, which means you can, you can swim with it. It'll track your swimming. There's now in the workout app, the native workout app on the watch, an option to track pool swim and open water swim. Uh, and it has GPS, built-in GPS, which... I'm not the only one, but, uh, you know, I know I had dinged it for that, the yeah. first watch, because you didn't have very accurate location tracking. And if you if and it also means you you have another uh, uh, option for just going off without the phone or dealing with the watch without the phone. Right. Yes, you can. Because you used to have to rely on the phone for, for the for GPS. GPS or, yeah. Right. And we should round and out the features. It, it also has like a an insanely bright screen so you can read it outdoors better. Apple's brightest screen ever. Brightest screen mm-hmm. ever. Brightest thousand screen nits. Ever. A thousand, thousand nits. thousand nits. So many nits. A thousand nits. And then a thousand they, nits. Uh, control Walt delete. We've been working toward a thousand nits. What are we at now? Like 885. 885. They re-architected the speaker so that they can push the water out. Which this is, is really amazing. Cool. Yeah. yeah, this is, this is, that really, is very Actually, I can't say it's amazing yet because I feel like once we use it, we may have, we'll have to see. I'm going to temper this a little bit. But, if you look at the side of your watch right now, which I'm going to do because I'm wearing the old version, uh, there's a single little speaker hole. If you look at the new one, there are two, and it's because uh, partly because Apple. Well, they're and they're two like group. They're big. Uh, I think they're actually there's, more shallow. All right, but anyway, whatever. But Apple has developed this mechanism where when you come up from the water, <laughs> well, well you, start when you go when you go into the water. The watch locks. I don't know whether you yes. have to do that manually. Because you can't use, no, it just does it because you can't use the touch screen underwater. So it detects the, it's No, un- you start the swim function oh, in the workout Then app. the watch locks. Then the watch, you can't use the touch screen anymore. In order for you to stop or pause a workout, you have to use some form of physical body. And some sort of ceiling of something happens when you do that, I think. But anyway. I don't know. But then you come up from the water, you twist the digital crown... And it, or I don't know if you push or twist. You twist. You twist you it. it. Down. Okay. It's you, a cool mechanic. And it expels water through the speaker holes, which yeah. is just like. So it's a like, really. Can you imagine being in the room when Apple engineers were like, "I know, I have the solution. <laughs> we shall expel the water through the speaker holes." So, so hang on, hang on. The watch, the watch literally leaks. Yeah, it makes sounds and spits water. Okay. <laughs> so it's a cool mechanic. It's you see it, uh, and you can either you can pull up Control Center and do it manually whenever you want. Which is fun, uh, or you <laughs> yeah like, you touch like a, a it's, drop it's a, of water. It's a raindrop, so you it's push a raindrop, the raindrop, you touch it, and, and then it, it shows you the raindrop, and, and it you, grows is, to is, a circle and pops yes. and pops and little bubbles. Yes. It's like a total. You know, apple. you know, the engineers were like, "Codename Monterey Bay, yeah. <laughs> whales. Uh, it spouts. The thing spouts like, but it, it beeps. So like the bubble, the the bubble pops, and then the watch is like, it makes beeping sounds. Yeah, which is. The speaker moving, which is like yeah, burping right. a baby. Yeah. It's like every all the stuff yeah. is out of it, and it's fine, right. and then it's fine. Yeah, and it's done. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's neat. It's like one of those legitimately neat Apple things. Mm-hmm. The watch is 
about a millimeter thicker. Is that what they said? What was it? Yeah, about point a millimeter, nine, about point a millimeter, nine millimeter thicker. thicker. And that's partly due to the waterproof casing, partly due to the fact that it has a bigger battery. Battery life has been, you know, one of my sticking points. Um, the watch has got 18 hours of battery same life. Same as which last is, watch. Same as last watch. But with GPS. Even, even though the GPS uses battery, which is why they had to put a bigger battery in. One of the interesting twists is if you don't use GPS – because a lot of people use that watch just for day-to-day fitness and for notifications and that kind of thing. And they're not uh, out there running long runs and looking for the maps and all that. Uh, apparently, having that extra battery, it all, it, none of it goes to the GPS. So you can get significantly more battery life, although nobody said how much more. And not enough to have the screen just be freaking on all the time. Yeah. Right. yeah. Right. That's obviously like the big watch redesign. Yeah. This is very much the watch so this is called the Series 2, right. but they're keeping the Series 1 around, and uh, but they are putting the processor from the Series 2 no. into the Series... Well, oh. it's, it's like worth unpacking. So there's a new processor in the thing. Yeah. What's the S2? Whatever. Yeah, S2. Oh, it's not... A, wait a minute. Series 2. It's, it's, it's not it's a processor. A it's it's, it's the new package. system in a thing. It's right. a so, system yeah. in a pack. It's a SIP. Yes, yeah. so there's a new not SIP. A not a sock. Yeah. It's a, a SIP. Mm-hmm. So the SIP, the new S2 SIP, has a better GPU. Jesus Christ, you know, in decades oh, yeah, of journalism, GPU, I've right. never would have used an acronym like that till I joined the Verge. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. Anyhow. It's a SIP. But it's, 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 so, right. So there's a new S2 SIP that has a new processor, a dual core processor, a new GPU, all the other stuff that makes it faster. Right. The old S1 SIP, uh-huh. all the other stuff is staying the same, but the processor part is right. getting the upgrade, mm-hmm. not the GPU or the right. other stuff. So it hasn't, he said, they're right, but if you just say processor, right. you will think that it has the same. It, you you Other might stuff. You might oh. think it has the S two, it but does it's not. the S one plus. It, does it have the same processor as the Series two? What yes, is a processor does. in this world? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have enough time. It doesn't have the full package, Mossberg. Get your sips straight. Is, is the GPS up to what you were hoping it would All be? Right, there, uh, Well, I can't know until I test it. But in terms of them including it, absolutely. I just I would have been so deflated with this thing as a fitness watch if they launched it without GPS. Yeah. And without swimming and without Well, that's so yes, although I realize that uh swimming is one of those things. Well, it depends on how you look at it, right? Some people are going to say I'm never going to be a dedicated swimmer. I'm never going to get up in the morning and swim laps, and that's that's a lot of people and that's all well and fine, but they might still be like wanting to go, I don't know, kayaking with their friends from time to time or just not worry about it when they get pushed into a pool or drop it in. Well, do you ever drop your watch in a toilet? I guess not. No. You know, but things like that. Um <laughs> Neil, I just getting, his head. Getting ready like, for me in the morning is very aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> things flying everywhere. <laughs> Waterproofing is great for Mac for that. in the toilet. <laughs> Like just, everything goes in the toilet. <laughs> I know a lot of people who do use some type of workout watch for GPS, for yeah. running or cycling yeah. or things like, or hiking. They like to hike or they like to go for walks and they say I like to have maps of where I walked, whatever it might be. And I think that's the bigger, right, that's two the bigger thing here. Two other things. There's probably more than two other things but on the watch, but um, they're, they're keeping that, like we just said, they're keeping the, the Series 1, the now called Series 1, the original Apple Watch in the lineup at 269 yes. I'm pretty sure. That's right. The yeah. price yeah. of the new one is 369 to start. 369 to start. Yeah, but you can get they are dropping steel. the 24-karat gold ridiculous thing yep. that made yeah. all the headlines when they first uh, did this. 
Uh, and But they're keeping the notion of a fancy fashion-forward watch at a much lower price. It's still a lot of money for a watch. 1200 bucks. It's I a noticed, ceramic one, I noticed right? that yeah, you white. were doing, you, Nilay Patel, were doing mental calculations about whether you should buy this 1200 Oh, yeah. I'm buying that watch. Is it yeah. good? It's it's ceramic. It's so cool. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's w- pure white, pure ceramic mm-hmm. yeah. with the screen, as you noted. You tell them about the yeah, screen. Yeah, so the, the, because of the way the ceramic works, the yeah. existing watch and all the other ones, the other Series 2, the screen is smooth into the sides. Yeah. And the white ceramic one, they couldn't do that. So there's a little lip around the screen, which is inconsequential, but I think is awesome. Okay. It just it but makes like it, it feel... Yeah, it makes it feel weightier. It's more of a... And the ceramic does, is a very hard material. It doesn't scratch. Yeah. But some people wonder, is a ceramic watch more brittle than yeah. some other materials? Right. Yeah. Is I, it, I mean, I, I just think it looks... I mean, I was that's the one I played with the most because it's the coolest. So Micah wrote a great thing, though, that... Um, Apple's pulled out of this luxury game that they were trying to play. Yeah, no, right. They, but it's, they a twenty-four thousand so, dollar computer is not a reasonable right. thing to own. But they're playing a totally different game now, and they've been playing it for a while. But uh, the Apple Watch is the place where I think Apple is just free to make all kinds of crazy deals that would uh, seem super sketchy if they did it with the phone. They they teamed up with Nike. There's another version of the Hermes watch. Yeah. Uh, and they're I customizing think, the software. And they're customizing so the, Nike the software. One they has, get custom watch faces. Well, that's, that's whatever. That's watch faces. But the Nike one has a custom Siri integration yep. mm-hmm. that no other app developer can get. Right. Yeah. And if you even if you put the Nike app on another watch, you don't get it. So, so any, you, any company right, that wants to like get into bed with yeah. Apple, I uh, think it might just be Nike. Well, I don't know. Focus on the but board they, they of Nike. Board. Yeah. And by the way, they've had a long history of doing these deals with Nike. Yeah. But, but you're right. I mean, I asked when Nike they did, did it with the, the thing iPod. in the shoe, yeah, yeah. they did yeah. that. But I I asked them the same thing and they're like, it, you know, we've done it before with Nike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's Nike, but also and the Hermes, Hermes one. The Hermes one is like a watch face. That, the just, Hermes one uh, is a is a remnant of the fashion play they were doing, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think those bands sold well. So you don't think it's a thing? I think it's a thing. I think, I think that they're willing to they're willing to make partnerships and 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 do little deals and get little kickbacks with the watch. I don't think there's any evidence of that beyond uh, Nike has just been a well established pattern, right. and even when Steve Jobs was running the company and. Like Lauren has said a couple of times, Cook is on their board. The the real new thing was Hermes last year, but we all just thought of that as part of the fashion push. Yeah, right. And right. it's interesting that Hermes is hanging on. Still, I mean, they could. Those have bands are really nice. Yeah. I mean, if you actually look really? at that Why style. Why do I need two buckles? Well, you don't, but <laughs> here's the thing. It's pronounced tour. In the watch world, <laughs> in the watch world, if you actually look at that style of Hermes watch, which is, I think, the Cape Cod, uh, they call it, it's like multiple thousands and thousands of dollars. It's a ridiculously expensive watch. It's really high. It might not actually be that I much. Know, I, might I be know many people on Cape but, Cod who cannot afford that watch. But but if you if you someone who likes that look of that Hermes watch, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even going to be saying this correctly because I'm not it's a fashionista. It's Hermes. It's not. Hermes. Maybe it's not like an STD. Hermes. It's Hermes. <laughs> We've been at this a long time. Look, th- look this up, Eric, but right this now. This is where the Vergecast part starts to infect yeah. the control. It's, delete. Delete. it's okay. It's fun. Uh, anyway, my point is that if someone actually is fashion conscious and they like the looks of that Hermes watch, yeah. but they can't afford that watch, they can buy the Apple watch and get the double tour wrist band, the really nice The two buckle strap. band. Yeah. yeah, and it's really, it's actually use quite English, nice looking. Use your English words, Lauren. Use it's your words, Lauren. Two <laughs> buckles. 
Uh, you so, have to buckle it twice so here's on what, two separate it's buckles. It's very chic Mossberg. Yeah. So here's what I'll say. I notoriously have been somewhat skeptical of the Apple Watch since the day it was announced because, quite honestly, that first version was a very messy. You're the only person at this table not wearing one. I know. Uh, you and Eric. It's messy and slow, right? I mean, that, that was the first version of the Apple Watch. And to Apple's credit, I think we've talked about it. All of us have talked about it. The Watch OS 3 is a total reboot. Yeah, and they had they admitted and it, it to is us. to Apple's credit when you when you I mean Silicon Valley loves to say all the time we 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 accept the prob- possibility of failure we learn from it we dust ourselves off we go now usually that's a reference to a whole company failing but <laughs> but this was a situation where I mean in a funny way the watch took over a very nascent market and became the number one smart watch whatever yeah. the, however you want to define that and there are different definitions but it certainly didn't meet you know they were never able to do what they've always done with the phone and say we sold a million of these this weekend yeah, or there are no sales we numbers said they've today. never given sales numbers so you have to define it in the terms of apple as a failed uh user experience yeah and so i give them huge credit for and this was something we discussed in june when they did the w this at wwdc they just announced I mean, a truly from the ground up software redesign of that watch. And given the couple of important hardware things that Lauren has highlighted here that the that the Series 2 has and the fact that they've moved away from the fashion uh, dream and really are hitting hard on the fitness uh, stuff and, and then keeping the notification stuff, um, I think the combination makes it a, essentially a new product. Yeah. It's a gutsy restart. I will say, just playing with it today, it's faster. Yeah. Watch OS 3 is far more sensible. I still don't know that I'm going to, like, put a thousand apps on this thing and use. Would you no, call but it, that's Walt not, called it the scrambled egg screen. Yeah, I did. Uh, I don't know. They were that, a little nonplussed at that. But I don't know that that is a good idea, but... Their best defense of the scrambled egg screen. I, yeah. I said, is, "Why did you?" What is the scrambled egg screen? The main home screen with all the, with all the apps. Micro oh, apps. Yeah, the circle yeah. that you can never get big enough to yes. touch. Yes. Um, it, there was a woman from Apple in the room who, her best defense of it was, um, "Well, it helps me see what apps are on my phone." She's not even trying to actually yeah. activate them from the screen. <laughs> but the point is, um, you have a what is it? Ten apps that you use most often. They're in a dock. And they're live all the time. And they're live all the time, mm-hmm. so they're fast. Yeah. And and that really is a very practical solution. Yeah. I can definitely, now with this one. Yeah. Now you can take your watch into the bathroom with you and read it. Just throw it in the toilet. While you're, no. <laughs> <laughs> While you're in the toilet, you can read all those apps on your tiny little Apple watch. That's yeah. the value problem. Um, no, I, I just think it's... It, Okay, does, it's the a Kindle, does the Kindle app run out? Can you read books? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I tried to play a game on it today. Like the demo two area. lines at a time. Uh, I just think it, it, they've restarted that thing. It's worth fresh eyes. Good. I think that's a yeah. very positive development Good. for them. Okay, let's talk about the phone. The phone looks the same. Yay. But it looks different. It, it, I mean, yeah, we're talking about the phone. So, so I'm going to wait. Hold on. Here's what I'm going to do. The phone, hmm, it looks the same, although the, the way the metal, like, curves up into the camera mm-hmm. now That's nice, sir. you think it's I, I can't decide if i like it better or worse like there's like part of it it looks a little bit better and there's part of it's like oh it's more wart like now hmm. yeah it it definitely looks more at least intentional yeah whereas the old one was like well we gave up on this 
Um, the antenna lines also end. <laughs> the antenna lines don't go all the way around. The antenna bands, they, they kind of... Yeah. Uh, wait, I'm going to do See, a thing. Are the, these two points that you guys are discussing yeah. will be discussed by almost no one going in to consider buying this. Are you calling us nerds, Walt? Uh, I'm not calling you anything. I'm just well. It does. It does say something about like Apple needed to do something to change the design slightly beyond just changing the antenna lines. Uh, Well, they they had to make it look different. They introduced a jet black model. Yeah, which in the box and on the display table looks fantastic, Mm -hmm. and which after five minutes is nothing but fingerprints. Yeah, Yeah. it's yeah, it's not too slippery though. But the no, it is a little bit. I noticed you said it was a little bit grippy. Yeah, I didn't have a problem with it. Here's the thing. Usually on Control Delete, I dig up a column from Walt's past. Yes, you do. And then I uh, make him defend his claims from the past in the context of the future. Are you really just sort of looking for old stories most yeah, of the time? I love, I love them. But this time, this week, is going to be different because I have a Mossberg column from this year. That was originally published on The Verge. It was originally Highly published unusual. on The Verge. It's weird because the Wall Street Journal just took it <laughs> and ran it. <laughs> so confusing. Uh, March 23rd, 2016, Mossberg. The iPhone 7 had better be spectacular. Uh Uh Uh-oh. Walt, do you think the iPhone 7 is spectacular? No. Why don't you think it's spectacular? Well, because I was – first of all, I wrote that column not long after seeing the Galaxy uh, S7, Mm -hmm. not even the Note. I'm I'm not – I'll be honest. I'll do credits in the Note and I'm not even blaming – I mean, you know – Maybe they should have inspected the batteries better, but let's just forget about it. Well, the note is spectacular in the sense that it provides a spectacular display of fire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to yes. all that is, it is actually, it, it is, is literally it, spectacle. It is a spectacle. That's what it is. It is a spectacle. Would you like to see the awesome okay. power of chemistry in action? I am not. By a galaxy note. <laughs> it's such kids' science. It's educational. <laughs> That's right. Bill Nye, the science guy. And now, children, we're going to explode a phone without even trying. We'll just do this. Turn it on. Um, uh, I'm not a note guy. Samsung has always been thought of as a hardware company that couldn't get out of its own way in doing software. And uh, I think that was true for a long time. And that's essentially what I wrote in almost all my reviews. But when we say they were a hardware company, we mean we're really talking more about specs and not about beauty. Mm-hmm. The fact is, I thought, and I think pretty much everybody at this table would agree, that these two phones this year, starting with the S, there were some, like six months between them, uh, looked, I mean, it was beautiful. Yeah. And they didn't entirely get out of their own way on software, but they came a lot closer. They're There's still, a lot yeah. less crapola software. They're still tripping over themselves and uh, letting... Uh, carriers give them noogies or yeah, whatever. Yeah, they are. Yeah. They, but, like, they don't understand the that they're the a big, big company that doesn't have to listen to AT&T yeah. to get AT&T. That AT&T has to carry their phone in the store. Yeah. They have to. Otherwise, they're just, they're just, they're, they're like prisoners of Tim Cook. They have to carry Samsung phones and they ought to behave like Apple yeah. in that respect, but they're not. Anyway, uh, so I wrote, after seeing that and and thinking about the whole gestalt of what was going on at Apple, I decided to write a column with with that headline. Yes. Yeah. So, so, you, have so a, you have a list. I'm just gonna, I do not think this was spectacular, but I'll tell you why after you read, you read the list. So here's the list, and it's actually really interesting. So you have a list of things, a wish list at the end of this column in March. First, Apple could make a big leaf in battery life. Uh, that might mean Apple would have to return to a thicker phone and not make the next model thinner. Second is charging. iPhones could charge faster. Third, it's time to banish the huge top and bottom bezels. 
Fourth is for an optical zoom that doesn't require a telescoping lens. Fifth is for a sturdier phone that's water resistant. Sixth, adequate internal storage in the base model without a price increase. And finally, Apple needs to up its game in phone software. So you got a bunch of this list. Yeah. Yeah. I got, got about, well, I got about mm-hmm. three of the hardware things. And I actually think up the game in software. I had written it just to explain to uh, both Control Alt Delete and Vergecast listeners. I'd written a column sometime earlier, which they really hated. They didn't <laughs> they weren't crazy about this column, but they really hated it, where I said that basically their their core apps that they write which had been so good at one time and actually revelatory at one time, had been gradually deteriorating. Um, I don't know for certain because I haven't lived with it long enough, but I think iOS 10 taken as a whole, I'm not going to defend this app or that app, and I might still feel like they need to pay more attention to them. But iOS 10 as a whole is a very good release. Yeah. So I would say out of that seven, they did about four. Yeah. And that's pretty good but it doesn't make it spectacular and and they know it they made they they actually had a meeting probably before i wrote that column uh, almost certainly at some point where they said are we what are we going to do for this year, for the 2016 iphone it, it, we're due for in in our cycle of releases we're due for a real thorough overall redesign that looks different that shows that we can do something spectacular i don't know if they use that word Courage, whatever, uh, and and they made a a risky business decision, which is we're going. Johnny Ive, I'm, we, I was told, made a presentation in which he said, I don't know if it was a formal presentation, but he said, look, here's what I think I can do. Here's what I want to do. We still don't know what that is. It's not going to be possible to do it in one year, you know, for this year's phone. It's going to only be possible to do it for next year's phone, which will by coincidence be the 10th anniversary iPhone in 2017. So they made a decision to wait for this, what you might call the spectacular one. Yeah. Uh, in 2017. This is very much the 6S. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. If you look at That's it, right. the, 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 in the big design change, the, the two are, uh, as Lauren was saying, the antenna lines. And on the black ones, it worked out great because they killed the sort of middle antenna line and they were able to color the top antenna lines black. Okay. So on the black ones, they're absolutely right. invisible. So my gut feeling about this, and we're going to hear some negatives, and there are some negatives. Uh, there always are, uh, but my gut feeling about this is having made that decision, mm-hmm. that decision informs everything else once yeah. they made that decision. They said, what can we do since we're going to have a phone that's going to look to people pretty much like the phone we've had for the last two years, not just one year, but two years, what are we going to do? And they did a tremendous amount of reengineering inside the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put out a heavily, I mean, it was a big year for iOS mm-hmm. uh, changes, uh, and they made it, and they caught up. They did a couple of catch-up things, one of which is the waterproofing that we talked about, and they added two hours of battery life, which is just not a trivial thing. That's yeah. a really important thing. To the that little, it, they added two hours to the little one. To the, the little one, one and an out. hour to the big one, but the big one already had more battery life. But, okay, two hours to the little one, which or the, what I like to think of as the standard one, the mainstream mm-hmm. one, is Dan Fromer, the editor-in-chief of Recode, um, was saying to me earlier that that two hours 
is a significant percentage of the overall battery life people are getting and could be just enough to make the difference between not getting through the day and getting through the day. It's not like saying we added 20 minutes. Yeah. You add two hours to something that typically gets 10 hours or, you know, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a big ad. So that's what they did. They, they, and, that's the, and, they, and it happens, and I don't know that they knew this, but it happens simultaneously with their main rival do, finally doing something people could call really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's a risky thing. Yeah. I mean, I will tell you, uh, I expected to be full of rage about the headphone jack. And my rage was slightly diminished just because I've been living with it for so long. Mm-hmm. But maybe I can work myself back up to it again if need be. It helps that they're including the adapter in the box. Uh, the design is fine, right? Yeah. And the the, mur- the the murdered out black one, the, 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 regular the plus, black. the regular yeah. black looks great. Yeah. Uh, the piano black, fine. I jet black. Jet Peter. black. Sorry. It's pronounced dubletour. Come on. The, for me, like <laughs> buckle. The, the new A10 Fusion yeah. processor. <laughs> uh, if they live up to these claims of longer battery life, because they've got the like they've they've got like the extra processors that like don't take that much power if you're not doing anything crazy. If they live up to those claims of longer battery life, that's a big deal. Yeah. Like yeah, I thought that was one of the most impressive, and I think it kind of went by. It went by me for at first, yeah. and then I started thinking about it. They didn't just go to a like you typically, even in our own articles, you you know you hear, well, it was a quad core and now it's eight cores, or it was two cores and now it's four cores. They went from two cores to four cores, but they did it in a really clever way. No. Two of the cores are really super fast, you know, yeah. what you would expect, and two of the cores, like Dieter just said, are for running the phone when you're not stressing it so that it needs the super fast cores. Mm -hmm. And that gives you the two. That's a pretty smart thing. Well, I will say that we've heard these claims before. Uh, Presumably Apple is way better at executing on them, but like Motorola has been talking about. Yeah, but Apple is a, I know. Chip design. Apple is way better company. at doing this. But, like, but I'm saying. But, but they've, this... also, they've also promised us battery life. Apple has promised us battery life in the past. And I don't, I don't know. Like, my experience. Uh, on the laptop, they overperform. But I swear to God, on the phones, they underperform. No, that's not my. That's not been. I mean, my experience is Apple either performs up to their claim or actually slightly overperforms. And almost. I've, I've just. No other manufacturer has the record on battery life that they do. Claims they are fairly good. I, the the four cores thing, they're doing a. It's a different riff. It's Apple, so it's better. And I yeah. saw a bunch of. I'm more hopeful. For chip sure. design people talking yeah. about it today, but the fundamental idea is part of the ARM architecture spec. It's called. Of Big course, yeah. yeah. But they but but that you know they bought that chip company whose name alludes to P something. Uh, what ten years ago, eight years ago? Oh no, I mean it's incredible. They showed the chart. They of have an architecture license. Yeah. Yeah, well, my line in the live blog to that chart was that I am faster than the original live phone. So. <laughs> I think if you're going to look at the phone, the phone this time around depends on how you look at it. If you're looking for something that changes drastically on the outside, um, that's not it. But if you think about it just in terms of what it can do, and it's funny because we were just talking about this. We had a conversation with someone last year about this. I was I was complaining about, oh, I want the watch to have this. I want the watch to have this. I want to want to watch have this. And this person said, you should think about what it can do and why you'd want those things rather than just rattling off, you know, specs or sort of external factors. And so if you think about the phone updates in terms of what they supposedly can do with the processor, longer battery life, waterproofing, things like that, it's actually not a bad, the camera, the camera, it's a pretty good but, upgrade but at if the same gonna, price. But if you're going to look at it like that, you also have to look at it in terms of what it can't do. And right. that means it cannot take a wired 
<laughs> and now we get to it. Well, well let's, let's do five cameras. minutes on the camera. So the first thing I'll say about the cameras is the the selfie cam, the front facing cam. Mm-hmm. I, the, I, is it called the eyesight? I don't even FaceTime know. FaceTime or it's called the it's called no the eyesight uh, is the rear camera. The it, this front is FaceTime. Is the face so so they didn't they didn't do the thing that a bunch of Android manufacturers do where they like they radically like like wide wide yeah. widen it so that like everything looks a little bit distorted if you like hold it wrong. Uh, they just upgraded it to seven megapixels. They put deep tranche deep tranche isolation, whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> it's just a modern sensor. It's just right. a modern sensor. And it's really good. Right. The, the the selfie cam is really good. And this that's this marks two years in a row that Apple actually paid attention to the front facing camera, like the camera that matters almost as much, if not more, than the camera on the back for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I would just like I, they to get, get a, a lot of credit for that. I would like to get a bunch of people together and have them agree to Keep the selfie cameras as l- like low def as possible, <laughs> just for as long as possible. Let's just shut this down. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. Let's kill it at the source. I don't think we really want to see nose pores. Okay, like let's just stop here, yeah, and the innovation can continue in the back. You know, I think that's that's very. Re- Have you run considered running for Congress? No, on I should. On a platform of freezing all the laws right now. Yeah, like start a petition. The freeze progress party. Yeah, it'll be. Proposition 7800 in California. Exactly. All right. Sorry, I interrupted you. Please, Dieter. The rear cameras. The rear cameras. So I didn't get a chance to play with the regular iPhone 7 rear camera beyond just like it's fast and fine and whatever. Um, but I was surprised at how impressed I was with the zooming on the the seven plus with the. the All right, dual back up and explain the zooming because and please correct me if I'm wrong. Is my understanding that you can put two cameras on a phone, a number of people have, but you can use them in different ways for different things. Apple chose to use it to do actual real optical zooming, which typically on a camera requires, and and even on a few phones, Mm -hmm. the lens to emerge out. Wait, that's not quite right. So it's in between, so there's two cameras. You get one X and two X. There's a wide angle and a telephoto. Right. You can click either one of them on or off. That's it. In between 1X and 2X, it's digital zooming the 1X camera. When you get to 2X, it switches to the 2X camera. And from 2X to 10X, it's digital zooming Fine. the 2X camera. Okay, so in whole numbers, it's optical zooming. Oh, if those whole numbers are one and two. If you do it the way the, <laughs> if you do it the way the software, which means one is a prime number, yeah, yeah. and then the other one's a whole number, it, and then yeah. they the have, both whole numbers. But it's, so here is the way. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, readers, listeners, <laughs> whoever um, you are. Yeah. <laughs> it basically does two x optical zooming. Yeah. Then Dieter, what what happens after two x? Uh, after that, it goes back to the old school uh, digital but zooming. But what do they say that makes it? E- Makes it better than the old you're school. Just, you're just quizzing me. I'm just on the spot here. Just like, <laughs> I'm just being a moderator. Dieter, I mean, where were you? I got a really good SAT score. Our actual, <laughs> our actual moderator's not doing it, so I'm filling in. Dieter, Dieter, were you at Best Buy in 1999? <laughs> Their argument is that because you are zooming an already optically zoomed image, yep. you're going to get more detail out of it. Right, and, and they the other other camera do, like, can blend. And they so do a billion one, calculations for every shot in like less yeah. than a millisecond or something. So like, right. And when you actually do the, they've got a nice UI for it. You like drag your finger and it's a little zoom thing. And, um, you know, typically if you hear digital zoom, you just assume it's just utter Awful. garbage. Right. Um, the optical zoom is like, oh, hey, opt- this is good. This is fine. This is like, 2x seems like way closer than I would have imagined if you just said 2x. And then when you do the digital zoom, you're like, oh, yeah, this is this is fine. This is actually OK. You it's know, not like more, utter Yeah, garbage. I mean, look, at some point when you're at 10x, it's probably possible, yeah. depending on your shot, that it's not very good. Right. But I'll bet you can get up to 
on most shots, just, just based on today's presentation, which I understand is not the real world. And we'll do a, 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 a proper yeah, test. Yeah. But it just seemed to me like you could get up to maybe 5 or 6x on many kinds of shots in many kinds of lighting conditions, and it wouldn't be crap. And you well, wouldn't say, oh, right. this is a digital zoom. It all we depends, might not even though. Know like it. We, I've only played with these in Apple's uh, you know, hands-on room, and the lighting in there is immaculately good. The color temperature yeah. of per like perfectly white, and everything was great. So I have no idea how it'll perform right. in other lighting conditions. But anyway, that's their camera proposition on the... Well, so they have an... Uh, but then there's one more. And I think because this wasn't ready... They focus more on the zooming. Yeah, man, how do they not have that ready? On the plus, they have a new portrait mode that provides bokeh, a bokeh effect, a depth of field effect. So you get the nice blurred background if you take a portrait. And they showed a very elaborately staged photo. Phil Schiller was like, "This is a great bokeh from a DSLR. Here's how this is going to work. Let me show you the first ever photo. Oh my God, that photo was an iPhone photo. I the lied. It was a great piece. He actually of stage said, photo. "I didn't tell you the truth. Yeah, yeah. that Courage. was actually an iPhone photo. Courage. Yeah. Courage. <laughs> we'll get there. We're not there yet. Uh, but it was a good piece of stagecraft. But it's not shipping with the phone. It's which ship is weird. In later in the year, it's, with the software it's like update. a month later, so it's fine. But it's also like weird. Yeah, but you, that that's why you put two cameras on the phone. The zooming is like the the extra bit. I disagree. I really? think the zooming. For a lot of people, they 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 have trouble getting close enough to their subject. They, I mean, just average people that aren't skilled photographers or even skilled amateurs, they love the zoom. Yeah. No, I I think it's because you want to capture as much information as possible, and by adding two cameras, you can capture more information, and then you can do different things with all of that information that is being captured. Right. So in some cases, it's you but know you have market. an RGB and you have a black and white, and then you're processing them together, and you're saying there's more detail. But in they're some not cases, doing that. It's your, that's not what they're doing for I don't the think bokeh. Oh, for the bokeh, maybe. Yeah, they're do. They are. They're, they're creating a yeah. depth map. They're basically yeah, yeah. doing right. half of Lytro, and then instead of letting you refocus, they're just focusing for you. Right. Right. Um, Which is cool. I mean, it's I guarantee cool. you, in the marketing the of this, they will market the Zoom, and they will. Their ad agency will find some gorgeous child. They always do. <laughs> um, <laughs> Scour the earth. Who is just too far away, and then they'll say, "But with the new iPhone." Yeah. And that yeah. shows a finger <laughs> yeah. going up to the two X zoom, and suddenly yeah. the gorgeous shot. child is right there. Oh my God! Creep oh yeah, shotting Benetton babies around the not, world. <laughs> with the, iPhone. the next campaign they're, is going to be. I got it. You know, they have the uh, they have the billboards on the 101 right now that you yeah. can yeah. see for iPhone success. Yeah. This one's just does the be, 101 run through Bridgeport? By the way, unfortunately, <laughs> no, it doesn't run through Warwick or Bridgeport. <laughs> right. But now you're going to be driving down the 101. There's going to be this tiny little thing on a billboard, and they're going to say as you are driving. Zoom in with your phone. Oh my god! Well, but the point is, you know, driving is zooming. <laughs> it's, it's a very, very analog form of physical zooming. I'm just saying they are not. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. They are not going to run. They are not going to run ads that say we're collecting more information <laughs> to make your photo better. They're uh, going to say. We've got great zooming on this camera, or better gonna, than any or other. Or that's what I mean by information. I don't among mean the claims like, they made today were the fastest processor on any iPhone, yeah. the best camera on any smartphone ever. I think they said that, and there was one other that was the best something on any smartphone ever, and they were very bold about it. All, I, just to remind everybody, all on a phone that looks the same as the last two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
This episode of Control-Alt-Delete is brought to you by Eero. Our homes are coming online. You got speakers, thermostats, light bulbs, front door locks, security cameras, washers, dryers, all this smart home stuff. Most of it isn't good, but if you have it, you need to get it on the, on the Wi-Fi. And there's services like Netflix, Hulu, and Spotify that are everywhere for home entertainment. And Wi-Fi is the foundation of everything. It's what everything connects to. Outside of the smartphone, it's probably the technology we depend on most, the core utility of the 21st century home. But, but despite its importance, Wi-Fi is broken. Imagine if your electricity didn't reach certain parts of the house or was intermittent in others. That'd be ridiculous. But it's the status quo for Wi-Fi with dead zones and buffering afflicting far too many of it. Eero was designed to change all of this. The company manufactures a single device, a small, elegant box about the size of an Apple TV, and with the help of a dead simple app, you put Eero's throughout your home. The first one replaces your existing router and is Ethernet wired to your cable or DSL modem, and additional Eero's just need power from a standard outlet. They connect wirelessly to form a mesh network that blankets your home in fast, reliable Wi-Fi. I actually have three Eero's in my house. They're great. Walt reviewed Eero. Uh, he thought it was great. It is a tremendous product. It's super simple to use. It's fun to check on it. It updates overnight automatically. It, they added new features like family profiles. With Eero, you can install an enterprise-grade Wi-Fi system in your home in just a few minutes. Simply download the Eero app on your iOS or Android device, and it'll walk you through each step of the process. It's super easy and quick. And Eero comes with more memory and power than currently needed to zap Wi-Fi to every corner of your home. That makes it possible for the company to add features and improve performance over time just by pushing an update from the cloud. The updates come overnight when you're not using the system. And Eero has incredible customer support. It's something the company is really invested in. You can just call and get a hold of a Wi-Fi expert within 30 seconds. If you have any worries about your other connected devices during setup, one of Eero's experts can just walk you through everything. They can also help you if you're not sure how many Eero's are right for your home. Just call. So... Buy an Eero. Free overnight shipping. Just visit Eero.com, select overnight shipping, and then enter Walt to make it free. That's Walt, W-A-L-T. Put it in the box after you select overnight shipping, and then your shipping is free. So that's Eero. Get one. Have better Wi-Fi. Okay, let's so, talk about the one thing. Okay, so the one thing is... I have just been waiting this entire podcast okay. to get I know, that's, I, I made, talk about I made this. all the listeners. So I know too. that some of us haven't been paying attention to this over the months. Like, Neelai is so busy that he basically hasn't paid any attention to it in particular. Um, no, they did what everybody expected them to do. And what, to be honest, they are not the first cell phone company to do, just the first really important one to do. Mm -hmm. There's only two important Sorry, ones. Sorry, Moto. <laughs> well, Moto's not really important anymore. Yeah. Uh, I, you know. Um, but, but Motorola did the same thing. Um, they uh, left out... The age-old and very reliable and perfectly usable 3.5-millimeter audio jack for your earbuds or your headphones or your square payment device <laughs> yeah. or whatever. And it's on pretty much every electronic thing you own. It's on a lot of cars, not all cars, but a lot of cars. Uh, and Apple, uh, which has a history we should go into, of... Um, being the first company to get rid of things that people thought would stay forever, I think that's a good way to say yeah. it, um, is now the first company, well, they're not, the, they're the first company you care about to get rid of this jack. Instead, every one of these new phones comes in the box with two things, a pair of Apple earbuds, which are called, the earpods. wired ones are called what? Earbuds. Earpods. 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 Yeah. <clears throat> which look identical to the ones you all listening to this have now, if you have a recent mm -hmm. uh, last few years phone. But at the end of it, instead of the three and a half millimeter jack, is the same jack you use to charge your phone, the lightning 
yeah. the yeah. lightning connector. And they didn't address, like, what if you want to charge and listen to music at the same time at all? Well, I'm, I'm going to address it. Yeah. But, and the other thing that's in the box is a little extension or dongle. Dongle. Um, dongle. That, dongle. That allows you to use <laughs> your existing three and a half millimeter things. If you want to buy more of them, they cost $9.00 which I believe is less than the price even of the iPod socks. Yes. So it may be historically the cheapest thing Apple's ever sold that's not software, hardware Apple's ever sold. It's in the box. They were smart to put it in the box, in my opinion. My my opinion of of it when I saw it was it was not as horrible as I thought it was. And if you actually – and I did – you plug your your white, you know, three-and-a-half-millimeter ones in, it's just like another three inches of wire on the end of it. And it doesn't come off. I got thoughts for days, but keep going. It doesn't drop away. I'm trying to make the, you know. But here's the problem. In the past, and I have had raging arguments with Steve Jobs about this subject, particularly when they dropped the floppy drive in 1998 when you were all children. I was legally an adult in 1998. All right. Okay. I was 17. They're like one of the, well, were you having raging arguments with Steve Jobs? I mean, I thought I was. I was with my parents. (laughs) Steve Jobs doesn't understand me at all. Steve Jobs is like, go to your room, Walt. It's not fair, Steve Jobs. Well, Eli. It's not fair. You're you're not my dad. You can read my quote, my quote from my review of the iMac, yeah, where yeah. he where he pulled the floppy disk. I think I think the it all worked out. Yeah. I mean, they pulled the floppy disk, they pulled the optical drive uh, much more recently out of the Macs. Uh, they dropped Flash. There's at least one other example that eludes me at the moment. Uh, it all worked out, but they forced people through a transition period that was unnecessary, and it. And in each case, it all worked out because something better was already on the horizon. I felt today like, okay, I get it. It's Apple. They have a pattern of doing this. I don't think they justified it properly. Yeah. I don't think the better on the horizon. Yeah. They, it's fine. There's going to be a transition. We'll get through it because it's Apple. Millions of people will enter the transition period with them because they're just going to sell that many phones. But their vision of, we're all going to put an extra $9 cable bit. Or well, that's we're not their vision. Or we're just well, no, gonna, but that's the, tra- that's the vision for the transition. No, right. the, the transition it's, vision is the lightning connector. You could use the one. That, are they going to put? I mean, uh, in fairness, and some phone manufacturers don't do this, by the way, anymore. They do give you a pair of. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so they gave you the headphones yeah. with a lightning connector in the box and the dongle, both of them. Are Macs going to have a, a lightning port for headphones? No, no, because the vision all, right. is that you're gonna buy a hundred and fifty nine dollar set of AirPods, right? Mm-hmm. Which are an enormously complicated. Oh, thing. We just glossed over my chance to make my YouTube joke. What's that? Just, just don't worry about it. Okay. Um, Courage. 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 Okay, Courage. let's do that. Oh my god. Courage. Uh, you know what? You know what? So uh, let's back this up. <laughs> let's explain why Dieter just did that. Phil Schiller, as Walt is saying, they have to provide a vision for the future that's yep. better than what you are now that yep. makes the transition worth it. They have to say, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Schiller says, well, there's three reasons, but it boils down to one. Courage, which is not an appappropriate thing to say about changing a technical standard. Well, but it's, it's like, silly. Like, I will give them a little bit of credit. Like yeah. if you truly believe that, a better future without wires needs to happen. 
and getting there is going to be painful, then forcing it I mean, to you're happen gonna get beaten up. does yeah. require, in fact, Yeah, but can I, can I just say, Steve Jobs would nev- never said courage. Yeah. What he said, what he said, and most recently about Flash, and I think, but I think it applies to all these, he said it at the, the D conference, he actually. Did. He said, look, we take technologies and we decide, are they, and he literally used this analogy, he said, are they in the winter, spring, summer, or fall of their life, and we don't go with the ones that are near the end of their lives, and we go with the ones that we think are in the spring, in the beginning of their life. We think, in the case he was talking about Flash, it's kind of at the end. They deliberately showed a picture of a 1910 switchboard, uh, which they said, and it really isn't the same exactly as the three and a half millimeter, is it? Jack. Yeah, it's the TRS. It's the same standard, it, yeah. because those are 6.5. Okay, yeah. so a switchboard, you know, with big, fat wires and, the, mm-hmm. and these very skilled, very fast, amazingly fast-moving, mostly women, you know, would connect the calls by putting the wires in the different uh, uh, ports. Um, they showed that because they wanted it, and it was a, it was a sepia picture yeah, or something. Yeah. They showed it because they wanted to make you understand that, that what you, the thing you had taken for granted as being always being there and that just worked for you was somehow now ancient creaky technology it's that so needed old, to be replaced. Silly people. <laughs> and Schiller it's said, old. Schiller it's said a cheap the shot. thing. Yeah. He said this phone is we're taking up space inside the phone yeah. mm-hmm. for a single use analog connector. Now that was the closest justification they made. Right. And we pursued it later with some of them. And what yeah. did they say? They said, um, well number one they have to fit the optical image stabilizer in the smaller phone, so they needed space. They put a bigger battery in, so they needed some space. Um, they need the taptic they engine. They fit the taptic, the taptic engine, engine, which we talk about the home button, because oh, that's a decision. Taptic engine is the thing that gives you um, it's a better, it's a better tactile feedback. Thing. Yep. Vibration. Uh, and it was easier to waterproof. It wasn't, they could have done, the, they obviously waterproofed the light. Uh, they admitted that they could have waterproofed it with that and that other companies have, but it was easier to waterproof it without right. that. So these, these, these are the real re- They basically created space for other stuff inside the phone. Right. And they were, uh, there's a good BuzzFeed article by John Pachowski that he talked about. Pachkowski. Pachkowski. I was calling him Pat. Patches is his nickname. Oh my God. This podcast is getting deep into Pachkowski lore. Uh, it is. Anyhow, um, I think it's uh, someone, one of the Apple executives on that set in that piece is quoted as saying it's basically a hole in the phone. Like it's a round hole full of air and we can use that space for other stuff. That that's all fine. All of that is fine. Their actual vision is everything's going to be wireless and here are AirPods which it's funny that you're talking about AirPods AIR we should do. Yeah. You're talking about technologies in the stage of their life. The technology they've picked for their wireless headphones is Bluetooth. Now they've added a chip called the W1 chip atop Bluetooth. They've covered it in secret sauce. They've co- mm-hmm. <laughs> but it is Bluetooth. It's not even like brand new Bluetooth 5. It's Bluetooth. You can take those. I tried to pair it to my iPhone 6S. It's running iOS 9. It worked. They suggested that you could pair the AirPods to an Android phone and you would get the regular crap Bluetooth experience. But the technology, the base why are you saying? Can I? Do you mind if I ask you why do you say it's regular crap? Because Bluetooth is bad. Because like Blu- I use it Bluetooth, all the time. Right. The W one is the thing that takes Bluetooth from being the sort of iffy thing that it is to being up to the Apple standard. 
Okay. Right. Yeah. So that's really an important thing you just but that's said. What yeah. But the core piece. So they have is, invested some R and D money. Yeah. Yep. Not. So they they're going with the industry. Remember, there was a time when they were criticized yeah. all the time for not following industry standards. So they're following the industry wireless standard for this. They realize the audio isn't up to their standards when they just follow the mm-hmm. path of least resistance. So they invented a chip. Yeah, and that, that only chip, they have in so their that chip. It's basically like it a, it's like a super controller, like it's like a domineering parent chip for Bluetooth. So that's it, like it gets, go things, faster, be so, stronger, chill out, right? The, do what I tell you to do, right? The W one enables things like the when you flip open the AirPods the first time, the screen on your iPhone automatically pops up and says, "Do you want to pair?" So you, you can do that. You push the button and it pairs. But is that what and you then, meant by the crap experience? Or were you talking about the quality of the audio? Uh, the no, quality, talking, the drops. The, no, no, the quality of the audio is completely up for grabs. We do not know. Yeah. There's we, also we the quality. Well, I know. I, I put them on. But you put on. them in, but you were in the noisy I, room. I, I understand. I was and in an Apple demo room. And All Apple's I can tell you is, are not known for being But the there's also the quality. The, the garbage experience for me with Bluetooth is, isn't just the quality of the audio and the drops. It's also the, the software experience of... Um, the traditional way of pairing them, like oh, well, using it on a Mac, but that's and that's what they one of the things that they've supposedly it. done is so when you pair it with a phone, it well, uses I mean, iCloud. To I did that get about. Other Mac I did that on three different test iPhones. Right. So the and W1 is the fine. thing where if you you pair literally it, open the cover of the case. There's a charge that we should explain. These these are two. They look like earpods with the cords cut off. Wireless earpods. Yeah. They come in a case. Motorola has the same concept. Or yeah. this concept to sell is it. everywhere. All the now. Yeah. Case has a battery. It charges them for 24 hours. They go about five hours between charges. If you, you only use one at a time, they're self-aware. They understand that only one is being used. sensors in them to let they, them know when they're They in don't ear, drain their cool. battery unless they're in use. They understand all this. I mean, they've made some investment in these things. So all I'm saying is the W1 is the chip where <clears throat> it's why when you pair it to one of your devices and you're pairing credentials, for lack of a better word, go to iCloud – your other devices can see that W1 authenticate automatically. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it manages the power of the Bluetooth chip. So if your connection is weak, it can ramp up the power. But if your connection is fine, it ramps down the power. But Mr. Patel, this all sounds like a good thing I'm they've ju- done. I'm just trying to explain what they've done. This is their vision. But is yeah. that going to work? The W1, is that going to work if you're pairing it with a an Android? No. no. Device? no it's no, not. No. It's, gonna, it's not going to work at all. I can't help. I just looked this up because I couldn't remember the name of the company, but I can't help but wonder if this is some of the technology that Apple acquired back in 2013 when they bought this low power semi semiconductor oh, company called Passif. Yeah, out yeah. of it was either Oakley or, uh, Oakland or Berkeley. They're from right around here, um, and that was around the time that the rumors started to spark about like is Apple working on some type of right. low power wireless protocol and for I, audio? And Apple owns Beats, so the right. W one is in a bunch of new Beats headphones, and they're very proud of the fact that the Beats Solo three gets like 40 hours of battery life and the solo two, which didn't have a W one only got like 14, like great. They did a bunch of stuff. This stuff is only available. If you have W one headphones, which only Apple and its subsidiary beats sells. So the, the promise of the grand wireless world is at this moment restricted. So you're to shocked. Apple's products. You're, wait a minute. You're shocked that an Apple product decision is mated to buying another Apple product. What I'm saying is, (laughs) right, they laid out. I'm not shocked. I'm saying they took away the connector that made everything work. I am such a good devil's advocate. (laughs) They used Bluetooth, which is a standard, but instead of improving the standard such that an ecosystem could participate in it, they 
built atop it. Oh, so you're shocked that Apple they is embraced an the leader in open standards. They, they embraced, embraced which are you shocked? I'm standard. just trying to. No, nobody's shocked. It's just, <laughs> it's just you're just laying it out, right? Yeah. Like they okay to plug in a regular pair of headphones. You either need to use their dongle, right. which Lauren plugged her dongle into her phone that wasn't running the right software today, and the dongle didn't work. No, it said that this. Uh, it said it was not supported. It said it needed the new iOS. Right, and so it's a software-controlled dongle that. Right, Apple could, you could just be running the wrong software one day and it could stop working. Who the hell knows? It's software. It's going to be buggy. And if you want a regular pair of headphones, they're going to cost more because all of those headphone makers have to pay Apple for the licensing fee right. to run the Lightning connector. This is a bunch, like a lot of downsides to having proprietary audio connections that are built atop what look like standards but are actually not. Right. So yes, wireless is great. We're all going to be wireless to get the best wireless experience you have to be in Apple's ecosystem. It will only accrue benefit to them. To plug in your regular headphones, you have to buy a bunch of $9 dongles. You have to leave one plugged into your car. And I don't know if you're so lucky to have a boat. A boat, your private jet, <laughs> your, your crappy stereo in the basement. Let me repeat what it's I said. It's a lot of $9 dongles. I did not, I did not feel... I, I, I Overall, I felt they presented a better package of improvements in this externally unchanged, largely phone than I had expected them to. On this point, mm -hmm. I think they did not justify the benefits. Yeah. The benefits did not equal or outweigh the costs of getting rid of something that we've all used and that just works. So just, I agree with you. Do you think they justified it, Dieter? They, so on a scale of didn't justify it at all, I'm losing my mind angry. And 10, I'm totally convinced. I expected them, when, going in, I expected them to get to like a four. Mm -hmm. And they managed to get to a six. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I, I'm with you. I don't think it's going to be the end of the world. I think that they did not, if they had said, we're supporting the next version of Bluetooth and it's these enhancements in the Bluetooth ecosystem, yep. which they would never do. But that would have moved them yeah. up the scale. So the the thing that like I realized is like every single phone before the iPhone, before mm -hmm. the original iPhone, didn't have a three point five. Like there there was it was almost impossible to find a phone with three point five jack. Yeah. And because we, none of them are music players yeah, for real. Right. And so, and I I got along fine. I listened to music on those phones. On those smartphones, those terrible mm -hmm. smartphones. I used dongles. I used two point five to three point five. I used the oh my the, god two point five to three point five. The most garbage two Bluetooth years headphones. Of technology. I used I used yeah. all of that stuff and like. I got along fine. It was just complicated and it sucked. And then the iPhone came along and said, you know what's great? Listen to music on your phone. And you know what you use to do that? Headphones. There's a headphone jack in here. And that was like one of just the things like that was great. Just like on the iPod. Because you will remember yeah. that when they brought out the iPhone, they said, it's a phone. Yep. It's the best iPod we've ever made. And it's an internet terminal. Yeah. And yeah. One Revolutionary device. internet communicator. That's so. It's going to be fine because we were fine before. It will be fine after this. It's just the amount of – if I decide to get this phone, the amount of hassle I'm going to have to deal with with Bluetooth, not on this phone. The, 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 they've convinced me that using these AirPods, uh, assuming they stay in my ear, um, Which and, the they don't make me look well like, do. and they don't make me look like a jerk, uh, if, they be, if it becomes normal to have these little white sticks sticking out of the bottom of your ear and it becomes socially acceptable, I will live in the world where I'm wearing them all the time, I believe that'll be fine with the phone. I don't know if it'll be fine with the rest of my digital life. It will not be fine with my computer. It will not be yeah. fine with like other things I want audio out of or need audio well, out of. Well, your AirPods will automatically pair. Well, wait a minute. Your computer is also made by Apple and they... Yeah, have you ever have have you used Bluetooth with a Mac on a regular basis? Listen to me. It's a 
dumpster fire. Uh, <laughs> Especially older maps. I, it's true. I understand, but they're saying they're, they certainly were implying today it was not a Mac day, but right. they were implying when they talked about how the pairing will propagate across mm-hmm. your family mm-hmm. of Apple devices, which let's face it is all they really care about. I mean, maybe it'll work with Android, but they don't really care about that. Uh, I don't think they're becoming a wireless earbud company. Uh, the Beats part of it may be, but not the Apple part. The of it. fact that the AirPods are not branded Beats is of deep fascination. Right, but the, but yeah. the point is, I have to assume that at least on the newer Macs, and we do expect some newer Macs, yeah. that there will be Bluetooth audio available to I mean, you. you. It's, it's you available now. It's just better, a terrible experience. It recognizes the W1 and all that stuff. No, that's just Sierra. If you just put Sierra <clears> on a Mac... <clears throat> All okay. the W1 stuff So the answer enabled. is, there you go. And if you put iOS 10 and iPad, all the W1 stuff is enabled. And if you're running WatchOS 3, all the W... Like, it's just built into their software But that's stack. very... This is an, this is Apple. Yeah. And I'm saying they... Why should we be surprised by this? Because if Apple had and taken And by the out, way, it, lots of people like Apple, and they buy into the Apple system. And I'm saying if Apple had taken out the 3.5-inch floppy drive and replaced it with a totally proprietary, non-standard Ethernet like connector... Oh, right. Right, like, that's kind of where they're at. They, they're they like, the future is the internet. But to use the internet, you can only use our internet ports, right? What They, they took away the 3.5-inch jack, and they eventually they got to, you're all going to... But remember, when they took out computer, the floppy, they were still fighting was, for their life it as was, a company. Sure, it was Ethernet and in modem jacks, and then it was Wi-Fi, and Wi-Fi was a standard. They have traditionally done this... by the way, they were, the, they were the first to put Wi-Fi as a standard feature into their computers. Sure. And they were the the first to put optical drives in and the first to take them out years later. But to your point, they're not saying this is the only, these are the only ports you can use. You can actually use any Bluetooth headphones that you want. They're just saying, we're going to make the, it's kind of brag, you know, they're braggy. They're, they're, I can't talk. Yeah, right. (laughs) Right, exactly. They're saying, we're just going to make it that much better. Because we have this chip, and because you're, you don't even have to go into settings to pair, right? right. So they're they're preferencing themselves exactly. Yeah. Which okay, so is weird. Like it, it's not to reduce consumer choice in a way that automatically preferences you is a strange outcome. If you're the richest corporation in the world, right? Like, but not if your name is Apple. I get that it's in character. They happen to be the richest corporation saying, in the I'm world. I'm just saying their character might not be the best. When they weren't the richest corporation in the world, this is the way they behaved. This is how they became the richest corporation in the world, All that's you fair. could argue. Now, is it time? It's control-walt-delete, right? At yeah, least yeah. partly here. Is it time for Steve Jobs' old-timey <laughs> is, story? Oh, yeah. It's like time for a dozen of them. We've been doing so, this the whole time. this is not the first Bluetooth yeah. earpiece they've made. Yeah. They made one, I don't remember the year, to go with, think the iPhone or was it, it was the, the iPhone or maybe the it was the, it was the first iPhone it was the first iPhone yeah yeah, yeah. and it had they actually made a charging stand and it plugged into you know yeah. it plugged the two objects plugged in next to each other I and they made a travel cable you plugged into the almost certain that they made it over Steve Jobs's personal objections that it was one <laughs> because one of the things we've learned about him since his passing is that he actually could have his mind changed by his close team. And this is my Steve Jobs story. I said to him, why don't you make a Bluetooth? This is when Bluetooth was on the rise yeah. and Bluetooth you know, head headpieces yeah. were on the rise. And I didn't actually use one, but the iPhone was such an amazing, cool thing. And I said, why don't you make this, this thing? And his answer was, oh, so you want one more fucking thing to charge? 
<laughs> Is that it, Mossberg? Yeah. You want one more fucking thing to Go charge? to your room, Mossberg. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the boss of me. <laughs> and I wow. said, well, not if you give it decent battery life or something like yeah. that, but I didn't have a great comeback. Yeah. I mean, you rarely had a great comeback with him. <laughs> um, and so they must, I, I presume they must have talked him into it. It lasted about a year. Yeah. Uh, because it, I, presumably it didn't do very well, and he just hated it in the first place, so they, they didn't do it. That's my story. That This is not the first time they've tried it. It didn't work that time. Well, if you want to live And their the, founder didn't like the idea yeah. because in your life, you already have, like, when I got to the hotel room mm-hmm. here in San Francisco, for those who don't know, I don't live here, so yeah. to cover this event, I had to come here and stay in a hotel. I had to find more outlets than ever because yep. I'm now wearing a watch that has to yep. be charged. Belkin and Anchor yeah, are about is, to have the best years of their if lives. You are tra- if you are, live the full iPhone 7 lifestyle, you've got a watch, you've got a phone, and you've got AirPods, and you've got to charge all three with lightning. Yeah. Right. Now. And a MacBook. That let's talk USB-C. about the simultaneous. The Anchor power brick with four USB ports and a USB-C connection yep. is now the most important product that Apple doesn't sell. Yeah. I've got I've got four, and for I love them. For the moment. I mean, they should just <coughs> buy Anchor. I mean, like, yeah. that power They should power buy Anchor, brick. and they should buy... Belkin and they should buy Logitech. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm dead serious. Yeah. I think those are all logical acquisitions uh, for them. The Belkin adapter that lets you charge the phone and listen to the headphones is well, we haven't the introduced most, that yet, but that's right what they told us they expected it's coming to happen. Somebody's got it. Um, here's what I do. So Lauren had an example for them, and I had an example for them. I think we overlapped a little, but if I'm on a conference call. Mm-hmm. Which we all are on for some this is effective portion of the day. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, and I'm not going to be moving around. Mm-hmm. I take it as an opportunity to plug the phone in to the to power. Yeah. And I usually do the conference call with earbuds. Yeah. Right. I have some that are Apple, and I have some that are non-Apple. But I plug them into the three and a half millimeter port, and I still have the Lightning port available to charge, and I charge it. I also do that on the Acela if I'm going to New York because I live in the D.C. area or if I'm going back. Dieter just had a whole moment. What happened to you, buddy? And Lauren does it on Caltrain. Mophie is screwed. Why? Because they're, they're going to have to license the full lightning kit to get lightning ports on their battery cases so that people can listen to headphones on them or charge mm-hmm. via them. Or, no, wait, they, or they build in the... Dongle into the headphone case, and right. finally a Mophie makes sense. Ooh, oh, right. Yeah. A Mophie Ooh. with a Mophie with a headphone jack. A Mophie with a headphone suddenly jack. became a, a viable yeah. and great yeah. idea. There it is. Absolutely, yeah. I agree with you on that. Huh. So that's the solve. I've been going around at today's event. Mophie owes me twenty dollars every- for unit. I just want to put, <laughs> put that out there. I'm a fucking attorney. And I'm just. I'm writing it down right now. <laughs> to every Apple executive I saw today. He's scribbling it on his watch. <laughs> and the, the, ans- the answer is Belkin and other yeah. people are probably going to do adapters that will be little splitters that will let you do what, what Lauren does in the yeah. train, what I do when I'm on a conference call. Yeah. Which is charge the phone and listen at the same time. I mean, this, but this and is like a legitimate And they also pointed out we're point. giving you two hours. They said, we're giving you two hours more of, of charging time. We're giving you wireless... Uh, you know, earphones, so you'll still have that charging opportunity. We're giving you uh, 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 stereo speakers, which we haven't made. Oh, yeah, which are great. But we're putting stereo speakers in so you don't have to use earbuds oh, yeah. <clears throat> during your conference call. That was their call. answer to just, Walt. 
conference call. He's like, the speaker is a great solution. And okay, so Neelai, how, how do you feel about this? I feel like I just realized that a Mophie with a headphone jack just solved the biggest problem with Mophies, which is to use them, you had to have the stupid little thing on the end of your headphones to plug it through the Mophie. Right. That's yeah. why I don't have a Mophie, because the very kind of adapter that Apple is asking me to use is required to use a Mophie mm. with a head, pair of headphones. And I hate that little but adapter, they, so I don't have a But Mophie. if they put in a small version of it, build it into the case, and there's a headphone jack there, yeah. you're in business. Yeah. I mean, I'm basically saying Mophie should immediately release this product and say this is the only reason to get an iPhone 7. Also, I believe it'd be really funny if Apple trained all of its retail Wait, store employees. Wait, what's this? Mophie is a new sponsor, Eric? Yeah. Is that true? <laughs> I'm just saying I want my 20 bucks for it. Apple should train all of its retail store employees to walk around saying, we gave you waterproofing. We gave you a better <laughs> camera. There's a bigger battery. What more do you want from us? Because they have to pound the message of there's there's a reason for no headphone jack here. Well, yeah. what and, the, the, no, 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 no. It's going to be simpler than that. Yeah. They're going to, I'm not saying they're going to insult people because they'll be telling the truth. They'll just simply say, look, you know the, ear, the earphones that you probably, because most iPhone users use the headphones, the earbuds that come in the box. They do. You see them everywhere. Yeah. Um, they're, in fact, they were the symbol of the company at one point. Yeah. Um, in the in the, I, the wires iPod the at the high point of the iPod with yep. those ads that 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 white cord was the thing. So the store employers are just going to say in the box, yes, there's a change made. There's no this, the the customer says, well, there's no headphone jack. Don't worry about it. We're putting in for but, free in the box a set. It's not really free. <clears throat> that have the new connector. And by the way, we're also putting in an adapter if you prefer to use your I own. think a lot of people are going to use the dongle. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. So I, I want to... But they're getting a free pair of earbuds. Yeah. And then everyone's going to pay 160 bucks for the AirPods, right? Um, no, no, they're Beats not. And Beats has a whole range with W1s. And there's going to be there's other one, companies There's one doing thing we, we're, we're like... Going way into overtime. Yeah, we. But Dieter has a strong opinion with, of, with which I disagree. Ish. No, you. I've, I've turned come you around. around. Yeah. No, but Let's I, talk about I disagree. Home. Let's talk about this home button for it's, just five minutes. It's terrible. So Dieter hates the home button. There are three click settings. Okay, for the home so button. The, so like, well, just to lay the stage, no, go it's back. not a button anymore. It's a it, it's a pressure sensitive zone at the bottom of the iPhone, which is. Part of a pattern in Apple, right? So it, in, they 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 did this first with trackpads on Macs. It, the, the Macs are no longer they no longer are buttons on those things. You just press it; it detects the pressure, and then it will click back at you with a little taptic engine, so it and feels like a button. Great. And it works incredibly well, in my opinion, on the Mac. On the iPhone Seven and the Seven Plus, uh, it doesn't feel like it's kicking back at you right on that whole that the area where the home button is. It just feels like the whole bottom of the phone is sort of like, yeah, kicking. Uh, it's the best it word I can like come up with. It feels like you're pressing the whole bottom. And it feels like and so it no longer feels like pressing a button. It feels like you're squeezing the bottom of the phone, and you got to make sure you squeeze it at the right amount of pressure to activate the home button in the way that you're used to. And then you're, if you're right, instead of the home button feeling like a button, the, the whole bottom of the phone just kind of like clicks or like kicks back at you. And I will get used to it. A lot of this is just me like doing it and it making it feel weird. But like it is tactily way less satisfying than a real button, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, so I thought it was great, and then Dieter went on this rant, and then I started thinking about it, and I was like, oh, maybe this isn't great. <laughs> uh, and, and now? It's f it's f it's fine. It's like the headphone jack. It's fine. No, I think it's much... 
I, I'm just going to be, I mean, yeah. you know, there's, there's nobody I respect more than Dieter. Yeah. Dieter, you do Except know we, that in Control, Walt, Delete, every single, oh, yeah. week, Everyone. without exception, <laughs> we refer to you. It's very weird. In very nice terms, yeah. every single that week. That ends now. <laughs> no, it, it doesn't, but I'm just going to disagree Noted button wrong person, Dieter Bone. <laughs> it may, it, it's just, it's just that I'm right and Dieter's right. That's fair. Yeah. That's all. I mean. It's just it, very different. Look, today we saw pre-production phones. Yeah. They carefully, I'm sure, went over them to make sure they work, but they're pre-production phones, so they may have different degrees of tolerance, and we're different people, and we have different mm -hmm. you yeah. know, degrees of feel. To me, I have exactly the opposite opinion. Does it feel like a button? In my you, experience of pushing the click pad yeah. that is no longer a mechanical click pad on the Mac, it feels weird to me. Yeah. But this felt completely, I, I couldn't believe how much it felt like pushing a real button. Wow. And I attributed that to the fact, this is so opposite of you, I, it's unbelievable. It's crazy. I attributed it to the fact that it was a smaller target area and that the haptic engine or the tactic what are they? The taptic engine, engine was coming through a smaller area because to me, I did it on three or four of the phones. I, same, and yeah. it just felt it were, just were felt you, like were you the pressing button was them on moving. a table, or were you holding the phone? No, I was holding. Yeah, so you so you hate the Mac trackpad taptic engine. I didn't say I hated okay, you, you, it. I don't. Not I don't love own with it. a Mac. I use every day right. that has it. Right. But when but I, I have, by the way, I like it. how you guys say I'm dark, and all of you are like, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this thing. Well, it's just because. You are dark. <laughs> it's why we love you. Uh, and we're just all sweet guys. Yeah. I, I, that's what I am. Ask, I will try the home Sweetness and light for days. Ask our wives. I yeah. just think it's no, too don't, hard. Don't ask our wives, <laughs> actually. I, I know all of your you wives. All, <laughs> I will ask them. Um, I, just, I, I think it's too soon to tell with that. I, yeah. My initial impression, I agree with Dieter, in that the first time I pressed it, I, I felt like, you know, when you have a grain of sand stuck under a key on your keyboard and you press down and you're like, it's not... It's not going anywhere, and yeah. it feels wrong, and it feels like it's not supposed to be that way. That was my initial impression, yeah. but I have not used the phone for an extended period of time yet. And eventually, maybe one of those things where I'm yeah. like, I'm, the I'm, 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 I'm the guy that likes the the new MacBook keyboard that, yeah, every, and I that everybody hates. I don't like I'm it. I'm into it. I've, I've come. I no, everybody time. doesn't hate it. Well, yeah, our friend Dan, Dan Frommer, the yeah. editor-in-chief of, of Recode, likes it. He was just telling me today, and... Eli likes it. I'm, I'm coming like around it. to it. Uh, I will say there's nothing. I don't like it, but so, I mean, I'm the sort of the anti replace the mechanical thing with the taptic thing guy, and I liked this. Yeah. Well, so th th there's two things. One, there's nothing as tactically satisfying as a good button. And the yeah. iPhone has traditionally had a fairly Then it's an good iconic button. thing. The home button on the yeah. iPhone is a, when but people want to represent a phone. Yeah, they draw a square. The they, they draw a thing with a circle. round button on the bottom of it, even if they're trying very hard to be neutral. I, it cracks yeah. me up. Um, but the other that, thing is the iPhone home button breaks a lot. I have countless iPhones in the world that have the software I've button. I've never had one break. In accessibility. Like half of my family, they have the software button floating around the screen because mm -hmm. they've broken the real button and they push the one, the software Okay, button. yeah. So there's a. Obvious, but you can't break this thing the way you can break the old one. No. But you lose the clickiness. It's a different kind of clickiness. Okay. And you're just feel used you know to what? It. At the end of the day, we all have choice. That's what this comes down to. If Apple says, we're going to tie people into our ecosystem and we're going to do this to do that and we're going to do this to do that and we're going to take away the headphone jack and make you use these headphones and we're going to do this and we're going to do that, that's great. They can do that all they want and we can complain about it. But at the end of the day, we do have a choice. And Dieter and I were talking about this when we just went downstairs to get a coffee mm -hmm. where you said, am I thinking of buying this instead? And I said, I don't know. Are you? But you can like at the if this stuff, if a singular part of this 
makes you irate in any way and you think, well, then I'm going to be limited or then I'm going to be locked into an ecosystem I don't like, you have that choice. Right. It is Apple's responsibility to make that value proposition greater for you so that you want to be in that ecosystem. And we listed a bunch of things where we think they improve the value proposition and a we bunch think. of things where they – But we haven't even used the things for And a bunch of things where we think they de- they detracted from the value mm-hmm. proposition. Then that's and been the case. And they can keep building that wall higher and higher. And that's been the case at every – And it may be to their detriment. It may yeah. be. But it's been the case at every launch. Yeah. Every single launch. And I've been to them all. Except I think I might have been sick for one and I, you know, I didn't go in person. I watched it. But they – you know, Apple giveth and Apple taketh away. And yet Apple and Dean and Eli were t- and I were talking about it uh, on the way over here. It's an unusual – it's a highly unusual company even if you don't know anything about its finances, its market cap, any of that stuff. That frankly, its founder, its co-founder didn't care about it uh, very much at all. It is part of a culture in a way that very few other companies – not none, but very few other yeah. companies are. Mm-hmm. Right. And it has – I often call it the most influential company of 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 the last forty years. Yeah, I mean, I, the early I don't have the final numbers, but every early metric that we have says this was the most popular, most visited day in the history of the Verge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people are that doesn't happen for Galaxy Notes in and S7s. Yeah, I mean, yeah. in my experience, which is long because I'm an old guy, every column I've ever written, every article I've ever like, here, here's a funny story. That, that when do we need? Shouldn't go off on a tangent. We need to wrap this up. But there's been an issue with the with the trending uh, uh, column on Facebook, mm-hmm. and it's been turned over to algorithms. And somebody pointed out to me the other day that I was trending, and I was trending probably because the algorithm was screwing up. But when you clicked on it, you found out that I was trending because I'd written an essay about Tim Cook's tenure at Apple. Right. But more importantly. Um, I had just randomly from vacation tweeted something about st- that Steve Jobs said to me on the day he retired, which I had actually already talked yeah, about on Control Wall Delete. But but our friend Peter Kafka, who who follows Apple's forays into television, had called me up and sort of interviewed me about me and said, I want to write this. And I said, why? It's five years old and I've already talked about it here and there. He said, ah, not, you haven't talked about it as much as you think and I think I can get some – You know, I think people are going to want to know about this. And so he wrote a story about this five-year-old random conversation with very few details in it because there were very few details in it, and that's why it was trending. Mm-hmm. So this company, uh, Steve Jobs and this company and the whole thing, has a, a cultural role that is so much, in the, at least in the United States, so much different than, than Samsung, so much different than – I mean like Google is a great company with great people. Microsoft is a great company with great people. Amazon is a great company with great people. Those companies do things. Facebook, they do things, certain things way better than Apple. Apple just, people go around all day. I was just in in the UK where there were arguably a higher percentage of of non-Apple, non-iPhones, but there Mm -hmm. was a lot of iPhones still there, Yeah, people on iPhones. It's just part of life. I saw a sign in front of a restaurant that showed the Apple logo, and it said, forget about these Apple's. (laughs) <laughs> Remember, <laughs> use these apples because yeah. we're having a cider festival or something. I mean, it was like enough to just chalk draw the Apple logo in the middle of London <laughs> and people, everybody knew it. Yeah. There was just no question what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I think but that's uh, a pretty remarkable thing. You just made London sound like a total backwater. <laughs> <laughs> I think people know. In the middle of London. Um, <laughs> I will say, having met some Londoners, 
the chance. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's just a random, random diss to Londoners. That's a good place to end the show, I think. Um, <laughs> so we've gone over. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I think Lauren is exactly right. We haven't used this stuff yet. Eventually, you know, there's a bunch of product viewers sitting around this table. We're going to review the stuff. We're going to have some real thoughts about it. Only time will tell. Maybe we're all going to buy Google Nexus phones this year. Who knows? Um, but that's coming. Uh, both of our shows, this is obviously a special mashup edition. Super fun. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Verchast people, like I said, there's some segments coming, so hold on for that. We'll be back next week. Control-Alt-Delete. Verchast regular days. Lauren hosts Too Embarrassed to Ask, which was also this week all about Apple. Yeah, it was uh, Too Embarrassed to Waltcast. <laughs> so Walt's, just, Walt's been in this <laughs> room for like six hours straight. Yeah. He's, got, he's got like five more podcasts to do. Um, <laughs> Three more Trentas. Uh, Chris Plant does. <laughs> Uh, what's tech, which is great. Can we? Uh, Emily and Liz do Virgie SP, which is also wonderful. Uh, Kara does uh, Recode Decode, and Peter Kafkin does Recode Media, all of which is available on iTunes. Go on iTunes, listen to everything all the time. Walt's got a podcast. I'm starting Starbucks. a new podcast called Drink a Trenta with Walt. Oh my God. Oh man. Uh, if, <laughs> any, if any uh, alcohol sponsors out there want to sponsor my I Get Drunk with Famous People While Drinking podcast, w- very open to it. Just call me. Um, cut through the night. Cut through the night. <laughs> That's it. That's our show. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next week. Courage. Back and roll.